3: This is the station you turn to first for live team coverage of breaking news, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS, Wichita's number one talk. Good morning, 8 o'clock.
4: This is the KNSS Morning News with Steve and Ted. I'm Steve McIntosh. A fatal shooting in East Wichita. That story coming up.
5: Sedgwick County moving ahead with new election office. I'm Ted Woodward. Those details just ahead. A
2: child killed in a Wichita shooting has been identified. I'm Dan O'Neill.
3: I'm KNSS meteorologist Dan Holliday. A cool front moved through overnight that will bring us breezy conditions today and temperatures not quite as warm as yesterday. Our complete forecast here in just a few minutes.
4: A woman is dead after a shooting at an apartment complex in southeast Wichita. Police say the shooting occurred just before 2 a.m., in the 8100 block of East Harry, a woman in her 30s suffered a wound to her upper body and was pronounced dead at the scene. And Police Captain Chad Beard says the shooting likely stemmed from a disturbance with one of the apartments, within one of the apartments, and it was not random.
5: President Biden's brother, James, testifying in a private meeting before House lawmakers about the president's family business dealings. Fox's Kevin Cork with more
4: in his opening statement to the house oversight and judiciary committees james biden said that he had nothing to hide and accused republicans who have suggested that he improperly benefited from his brother's status of being either mistaken ill-informed or flat out lying quote i have had a 50-year career in a variety of business ventures joe biden has never had any involvement or any direct or indirect financial interest in those activities. None. The negative and destructive assumptions about me and my relationship with my brother Joe are wrong. There is no basis for this inquiry to continue. And
5: Republicans say that the first brother contradicted himself in his opening statement.
4: The century County Election Office will be moving and expanding soon. County commissioners voted 4-1 to, to purchase a building near 37th and Rock, for $4.5 million, Sedgwick County Election Commissioner Laura Rainwater says the new location will be easy to get to.
3: Voter access is my one of my top priorities. I want people to have easy access to our polls, and it be easy for them to vote. And it's, this is, new location is on a direct Wichita transit route, so public transportation isn't a problem.
4: The move could take place early next year.
5: Wichita police still searching for the shooting suspect and the killing of a young child.
2: Police identify the boy as one-year-old Tayden Anderson, who was inside an apartment in the 2,500 block of South Oliver near Pawnee on Monday night. Investigators say someone walked up to the apartment and began shooting inside. The child died in the attack, and two 24-year-old women were also shot. They remain hospitalized with critical injuries. One person was arrested at the scene for allegedly interfering with law enforcement It's believed the shooting was targeted and not a random event. Dan O'Neill, KNSS News.
4: One of the men charged in the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl victory celebration shooting that killed one person and injured two dozen others made his first appearance in court. Lindell Mays of Raytown, Missouri, told a judge he understood the charges against him in the February 14th shooting. Mays recently came off probation for pulling out a gun during a dispute over a basketball game. A statement from Belton police said Mays displayed a handgun during the basketball game dispute at a community center, causing people to run for safety out of the gym. He pleaded guilty to disorderly conduct in February of 2022.
5: The Republican presidential hopefuls ramping up campaign efforts ahead of the South Carolina primary Saturday.
3: Former Governor Nikki Haley has just two full days left to chip away at the former president's commanding lead in her home state. Her campaign hit at his financials. A January FEC report shows that Trump's leadership pack spent nearly $3 million on legal fees last month alone. That's on top of $50 million in donor funds spent last year on Trump's legal defense, according to a Fox News analysis. Trump made a brief stop in South Carolina to participate in a town hall hosted by Fox's Laura Ingram. He's set to return for a Rally Friday.
5: That's Fox's Alexandria Hoff with that report from Spartanburg, South Carolina. KNSS News time
4: now, 8.04, four minutes past 8 o'clock.
5: Basketball action, a lot of basketball hoops action around the area last night. We got some highlights coming up in sports.
4: Police in Oklahoma investigating the death of a high school student as a possible hate crime. That story just ahead on the KNSS Morning News with Stephen Ted. Stephen Ted of the Morning, KNSS 808, down eight minutes past eight o'clock. The first of three listening sessions hosted by Wichita Public Schools took place Wednesday evening for families being impacted by proposed school closings. District officials say the decision to close six area schools was not an easy one. The next listening session will be held tonight. It begins at 5.30 at West High School. Third session will be Monday at the Administrative Center. That one will begin at 5.30 p.m.
5: Police in Oklahoma are investigating the death of a high school student as a possible hate crime.
4: No cause of death has been released for 16-year-old Nex Benedict, a student at Owasso High School in suburban Tulsa. Officials say Benedict was in a fight in the school bathroom with several other students on February 7th. Benedict's family says there had been harassment because the team was non-binary and used they-them pronouns. Benedict was able to walk away from the fight on their own, but was taken to the hospital by the family. Benedict was sent home that night, but died after returning to the hospital the next day. Detectives say they're interviewing school staff and students to learn more about what happened. Tom bergotti Fox News. Officials in Alabama are looking to carry out a second execution using the controversial nitrogen gas method.
6: Alabama Attorney General Steve Marshall's office asking the Supreme Court to set a date to execute Alan Eugene Miller using nitrogen gas. Officials say the 59-year-old inmate convicted of fatally shooting three people in 1999 survived a 2022 lethal injection execution attempt. If the state moves forward, Miller would become the second inmate in Alabama and in the U.S. executed by the controversial method following the execution of inmate Kenneth Smith. The state argues it's quick and humane, but another Alabama death row inmate has filed a lawsuit challenging the method's constitutionality, detailing descriptions from witnesses who allege Smith shook and convulsed, arguing it's torturous.
3: Kristen Goodwin, Fox News.
5: Another United States company is accused of hiring children to clean meat processing plants.
3: The Labor Department has asked
4: a federal judge for an injunction to stop Tennessee-based Fayette Janitorial Service from hiring minors. The cleaning company works in about 30 states and employs more than 600 workers. The initial findings identified 15 underage Fayette employees at a Purdue Farms plant in Virginia and at least nine at Seaboard Triumph Foods in Sioux City, Iowa. The Labor Department says the company has used underage underage workers in hazardous conditions where animals are killed and says children sanitize dangerous equipment. The legal filing details severe injuries sustained by a 14-year-old while cleaning a machine in Virginia. Records show Fayette learned the worker was underage after the injury, but continued to keep the child employed. Lee Silicera, Fox News. Kansas has News Time now, 8, 11, 11 minutes past 8 o'clock. In traffic, watch out. We've got a stalled-out vehicle northbound
5: I-235, pretty close to central. Uh, Some fairly heavy traffic in that area as well, so watch for a slowdown there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. I'm Jed Chambers.
4: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist. Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
3: Good morning. We have a clear sky across Wichita and south-central Kansas. A north wind and that signals the frontal boundary has moved through overnight. Temperatures not quite as warm as yesterday, but for February standards, this is pretty incredible. Sunny and 64 this afternoon. Clear and 38 tonight. Breezy and 63 again tomorrow. On KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday. And
4: we have a few clouds now, 44 degrees, and a north wind at 14 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. Stephen, Ted, in the morning, when I came to work earlier this morning, Ted, it was about in the 50s. Mm-hmm. And then after a while here at work, the wind shifted around to the north and. Cold front came through. And it's now about uh, about 10 degrees or 11 degrees Whoa. cooler than it was earlier Ooh. this morning. So yeah. a little bit of a, a wind coming as the front went through. Had a great day yesterday. My goodness gracious. 72. For a high, sunshine, beautiful afternoon. Yes, it sure was. Normal high for the date, 51. So we've, we're warmer than normal for a while here. On this date in 1996, Wichita set an all-time record high for February when the mercury soared to 87 degrees. Wow. 87 degrees. Hot. A hot day here in the city. Stephen Ted, 8.13 uh, now. Stephen Ted in the morning here on KNSS. Yeah, we're talking about uh, the school closings earlier this morning. And... Uh, Capin and we talked. You went to Capin and, and, what was, what's Capin Mount Mount was Mount Carmel as well. Uh, that was Mount Carmel Academy, Academy, of course. Where was that located? West side. Yeah, it was on the west side. Out, wasn't it? out of basically Douglas and Mount Carmel. Yeah, wow, oh, right. Do I, I remember the school? Mm-hmm. So they they combine those over the east side, and they combined Carroll with Bishop Carroll with Madonna on the west side, and that's uh, that's the way it goes. All right, and that's the way that they went coed. Yeah, do you just say there's a? You'll talk about maybe in sports, but there is a big game between the. But and, or Capen and Heights tonight.
5: Capen and Heights in the regular season finale and boys' play. I've Big seen, game
4: tonight. I've seen both of those teams play. That ought to be a good they're, one. Yeah, they're both really good. All right. Both great coaches, too. Yeah. Stephen's head of the morning here on KNSS. And with the South Carolina primary, GOP primary, coming up this weekend. Uh, we'll take a look at that and see what's going on with the, what the chances are for, for Haley in that, uh, in that primary. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern with us this morning. Jared, good morning to you. Good morning to you. Does it seem like there's any chance that Haley might might uh, come out on top there?
6: No, she's not going to win South Carolina. I don't think anybody expects that. Certainly, Nikki Haley doesn't expect that. I think that's why she has talked about over the last several days that uh, regardless of the outcome on Saturday, she's going to be a candidate for the president on on Sunday. She is not going to uh, let a defeat in South Carolina in uh, her campaign. She certainly doesn't have um, an incentive, I think, to, to drop her bid. She has um, plenty of, of resources, at least to carry this campaign another through a few weeks through Super Tuesday. Uh, she has talked a lot about in recent days uh, needing uh, to be an alternative uh, to Trump, an, a, an alternative voice to Trump, especially given as she's talked about um, a, a lot of the chaos and uncertainty uh, surrounding his campaign as a criminal trial uh, that starts um, in about a month. And um, and so there are still a lot of questions about kind of what a trump uh, campaign looks like in a general election that has been the pitch that nikki haley has been making for a long time it has not resonated with uh, the democratic with the republican base uh, in some of these results but again i think what her campaign is trying to show is that there you know can, can she move the needle at all can she kind of eat into that lead um you know can she close the gap a little bit between herself and Trump and show that, you know, there is a little bit of momentum for her side. Um, but right now, um, her campaign is not in a, a, a position where it seems like it's in dire straits financially. It's actually raised quite a bit of money since New Hampshire. And so I think from her perspective, she doesn't see a lot of, of need to drop out regardless of what happens in South Carolina.
4: Uh, what about the delegates? How, how's that divvied up? Is that is Winner take all, or how does it work in South Carolina? No,
6: and that's the other. That's the other part of this too. There, there are not winner take all states at this point in in the election. So, even in Iowa, New Hampshire, uh, she has been able to collect delegates. She will probably we'll see. South Carolina divides them up a little bit differently. They have kind of a, a number that goes to the overall winner, and then there are, uh, I think, delegates that are uh, selected through congressional districts. So. I think it would depend on the margins, whether or not she's able to collect any delegates in South Carolina. But, but no, it's not a winner take all state, um, at least kind of in. the. I mean, you could get all of them, I guess, depending on what the margins are in some of these districts. But um, that's the other argument she's been making, too, right, is that she is collecting delegates. Um, there are still a lot of delegates out there. Super Tuesday has a bunch. You have Texas, California, uh, you have Michigan coming up, uh, delegate rich states that um, you know, provide some opportunities, again, not probably to overcome Trump, uh, but to stay in that race and kind of deny him the ability to, to take up the uh, the mantle as, as the de facto nominee.
4: And right now she's, she's got plenty of money to keep going there, right? And...
6: That's the point. Yeah, she has plenty of resources. And listen, Super Tuesday is going to be expensive. It always is. There are a bunch of states, as I said, some big states, Texas, California, with big, major Diverse uh, m- uh, media markets around, you, you know, you can't go door to door in Texas and California <laughs> like you can uh, in some other places. Right. Um, uh, you know, those diner stubs don't work as well in, in big states and big cities. But, um, yeah, she's got like I said, her, her campaign from a fundraising perspective has actually done pretty well. And the other argument that she has been making is that the fundraising for Trump, uh, while it is bringing in a lot of money, it, it is being spent, especially on the PAC side. Uh, for legal defense issues. So Ooh, um, one yeah. of the, the things that, that candidates do is is they raise a lot of money. They are able to kind of have, uh, split that sometimes with other campaigns, kind of support down-ticket races. She has made the point that that's not something, in her view, that Trump's going to be
5: able to do.
4: All right, well, listen, thanks. We appreciate your coverage this morning. Fox News Radio's Jared Halpern talking about the South Carolina primary, which is coming up Saturday. Stephen, 10 in the morning here on KNSS. Uh, time check, 818 here on a Thursday morning. And uh, Ted has a look at sports with us this morning. Uh, Stephen, 10 in the morning. And uh, he, he'll be here momentarily. He's been caught. caught out, <laughs> Ted, I just, I did the cue. I didn't even look up. I knew you were there. But uh, good morning to you, sir. Hello. Tell, bring us up to date on Present. sports, sir.
5: Yeah, big game last night at Coke Arena, men's basketball. The Shockers and their longtime rival, Tulsa, going at it. And it was a fun game for Shocker fans. Wichita State was focused and getting high percentage shots. A lot of points in the paint. Mike Kennedy and Dave Dahl with the call of the game on 103.7 KEYN. Turnaround left it short, rebound grabbed by Ballard. Takes a dribble, puts it oh, up and goodness Oh Wow, wow, one one
4: dribble, spinning kind of bank hook shot, Quincy Ballard with his second basket, and the Shocker lead is back up to six.
5: And the the drumbeat kept going for the Shocks, points inside. Cortez lobs for Ballard, who got it, he wasn't able to dunk it, but he was fouled by Garcia and managed to guide the
4: ball over the rim, it bounced on the back iron and fell in, he'll get credit for the basket and a chance for a three-point play.
5: Shockers with 50 points in the paint last night, and went 18 for 21 at the free throw line. That sure helps. Shocks dominate Tulsa, and it wasn't even this close. 79-63 was the final score, but the Shocks, most of the second half, were up by 20 points or more. Wow, 5200 at the game last night. It's now been 22 years since Tulsa last won a game in Wichita, and that they'll have to wait till next year. The Shocks have beaten them 12 times in a row on home court against the Golden Hurricane. Colby Rogers had 19 points to lead the Shockers, including 9-for-9 at the free-throw line. Kenny Poto, 16 points in 18 minutes. He also had 7 rebounds. He was 7-of-10 from the field. Shocks win their ninth game on home court this season. As they beat Tulsa by 16 points last night. Nicely done. Let's go to college women's basketball. What a game in Manhattan last night. ninth ranked Kansas State hosting 22nd-ranked West Virginia. This one went into overtime. And another big game for K State senior Aoka Lee. The action on the Kansas State Sports Network.
2: 145 left. Quinterly, top of the key. Sundell trying to stay with her. The pick and roll inside. Watson can't connect. Lee, the rebound for K State. Her 10th. Another double double for Aoka Lee. Yeah,
5: she had 34 points and 11 rebounds. K-State beats the Mountaineers 73-64 in overtime. The K-State women are tied for second place in the Big 12. 17 straight wins at home for the K-State women. Now 23-4 on the season. Let's go to Juco men's basketball action last night in the power plant in El Dorado. 19th-ranked butler hosting Colby. Colby. Dennis Higgins with the call of the Butler Grizzlies on 97.5 and 1240 KFH.
4: Grizzlies break the full court pressure with a long pass to front court. A.J. Williams drops it off, and now a pass from Thornton goes for a dunk by Chris Richardson. That's a great, another great assist. I think Thornton's working on seven or eight assists tonight. He's, he's a great assister.
5: Butler men, ranked 19th in the nation, beat Colby 71-51. Butler men now 21-5 on the season. They're on a four-game winning streak. Juco women's basketball, number one ranked team in the nation, the Hutchinson women, win on the road at Northwest Kansas Tech, 91-52. The Lady Blue Dragons, as we said, ranked number one in the nation, now 26-0 on the season. The Friends women win on the road last night, beat York, 79-71. The Friends ladies in the regular season road finale, Friends women in third place in the conference, their 10th road win of the season 21 and 6 overall the friends ladies have won 13 of their last 14 games the wichita thunder hockey team winning on the road last night beat the iowa heartlanders five to four good start to a four-game road trip with the thunder who is now on a three-game winning streak and in baseball it's the end of the career for one of the all-time greats for the kansas city royals eric hosmer is retiring from baseball at age 34 after a 13-year career of course he was a Huge part and component of the Royals when they won the World Series back in 2015. Four-time Gold Glove first baseman. He was the Royals' number three overall draft pick in 2008. Part of that class that came up and eventually got the Royals a World Series title. He played seven years with the Royals before leaving for the San Diego Padres. Hosmer will finish his career with nearly 200 home runs, a 276 career batting average. He was the MVP of the All-Star Game back in 2016. He's made at least $175 million in his career, if not more. So played baseball for 13 years. He got rich and he got a World Series title. Good for him. Eric Hosmer is calling it quits on the field at the age of 34. That's sports with Stephen Ted, brought to you by Bel Air Recovery Center. Proud to serve veterans that served our nation, located in Northeast Wichita. Bel Air Recovery Center improves the lives they touch.
4: Keep it here for the Hannity Morning Minutes. How much money was allegedly paid for Biden access? That's on the way. Steve is Hit in the Morning here on KNSS.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
1: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
3: Wichita's nationally recognized Marconi-awarded radio show. This is Stephen Tad on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS.
4: Good morning, Steve McIntosh. Ted Woodward here on this Thursday morning. 44 degrees. A man from Derby killed in traffic Tuesday afternoon on Rock Road near Bradley Fair in East Wichita. Police say a motorcycle struck a van. Two other vehicles were involved in the accident. The dead man identified as 22-year-old. Gabriel Cortez from the Derby area. A Wichita man is being held on murder charges and a half million dollars bond. Jose Silvano Velasquez Carrillo appeared in court Wednesday and was charged with first degree murder for his part in the shooting death of 42-year-old Candace Amack in South Wichita. He's one of two suspects arrested in that case. Kansas lawmakers are considering a bill that would make it illegal to encourage others to commit suicide. Representative Brenda Landwehr, Wichita Republican, says she knows of two families who lost children who were encouraged to take their own lives by people using online forums.
3: You should not be able to encourage and convince and coerce and, you know, get someone to kill themselves. That's wrong.
5: And it should be a crime in Kansas.
4: A House committee has already heard testimony on the bill. President Biden traveled to California to campaign ahead of the 2024 presidential election. President spoke about student debt. I'm proud to announce our save plan. We are immediately canceling the debt loans for over 150,000 borrowers, nearly six months ahead of schedule. Starting today, we're canceling student debt for borrowers who are enrolled in the save plan and have been paying student loans for as little as 10 years. Borrowers in the safe plan that took less than $12,000 will have their debt forgiven. Two young citizen soldiers who became close friends after enlisting in the Army Reserve were remembered at funerals in Georgia this past weekend.
2: A service for 24-year-old Sergeant Kennedy Sanders was held Saturday in a packed 1,200-seat auditorium of the Ware County Middle School. Fellow soldiers recall Sanders' courage, her loving personality, and her willingness to volunteer for tasks few wanted to do, including learning to operate earth-moving equipment to help build roads and shelters. A similar service honored 23-year-old Sergeant Brianna Moffat. Her funeral at a Baptist church was scheduled for the same time on Saturday as Sanders' service, 100 miles away. Moffat's family had requested that the media not be present. The soldiers were among three members of their Army Reserve Unit who died on January 28th in a drone strike on a U.S. base in Jordan near the Syrian border. Also killed was 46-year-old Staff Sergeant William Jerome Rivers. He was buried Tuesday. The military awarded all three soldiers promotions in rank following their deaths. They were assigned to the 926th Engineer Battalion, 926th Engineer Brigade, based at Fort Moore in West Georgia. According to the Army Reserve, Moffat and Sanders both enlisted in 2019 as construction engineers. By the time they deployed to the Middle East last year, the two had become close friends. The deaths of the three Georgia reservists were the first U.S. fatalities blamed on Iran-backed militia groups after months of intensified attacks on American forces in the region since the Hamas terror attacks on Israel that took place in October. More than 40 troops were also injured in the drone attack. This salute to service is brought to you by Jimmy's Family Diner, a Wichita tradition since 1987. We invite you to read more stories about veterans and active military. Just search the menu on our webpage at knssradio.com. Dan O'Neill. KNSS News.
4: Now the forecast with KNSS staff meteorologist Dan Holliday. Good morning, Dan.
3: Good morning. We have a clear sky across Wichita and south-central Kansas. A north wind, and that signals the frontal boundary has moved through overnight. Temperatures not quite as warm as yesterday, but for February standards, this is pretty incredible. Sunny in 64 this afternoon. Clear in 38 tonight. Breezy and 63 again tomorrow. I'm KNSS, meteorologist Dan Holiday.
4: Now partly cloudy, 44 degrees at Wichita's Severe Weather Station. Stephen says the morning here, KNSS, 851 on a Thursday morning. Three big things. Three. Basketball, Wichita State 79, Tulsa 63. Two. Cedric County Commission approves plan to move election commission headquarters to East Wichita. One. President Biden's brother questioned by lawmakers in a private meeting about the family business dealings. Three big things, Steve and Ted on KNSS.
5: Gasoline prices in the Wichita area this morning. Most common price is still $2.99 a gallon. I spotted some better prices out there, though. Uh, 29th and Mays Road. Uh, 289 a gallon there. Traffic update from 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. It's brought to you by Joe Dubrava and Carl's Goodyear Tire. Now they've got two locations downtown at Market and Waterman and 47th Street South and Broadway in the former Kmart building there. You can see it all at Carl'sTire.com. Carl's
4: Goodyear, your home for complete car care. Sunny and breezy today with a high of 64 degrees. Clear tonight, the overnight low 37. Friday, sunny and breezy. Tomorrow's high 63 degrees. Now, a few clouds, 44 degrees, north wind at 14 miles per hour. At Wichita Severe Weather Station, 98.7 and 1330 KNSS. You know what makes a great gift? Anything from the Monarch. Shop local for your whiskey lover with gift cards, apparel, and glassware. The Monarch, West Douglas, in historic Delano. Stephen Ted, and trading's underway on Wall Street this morning. The Dow is ahead by 311 points. The S&P is up nearly 80, and the NASDAQ trading up 382 points.
5: Local business news from the Wichita Business Journal. The Sedgwick County Election Office set to move next year from downtown Wichita's historic county courthouse, moving into a much bigger headquarters on the city's northeast side. The vote yesterday was 4 to 1. County commissioners approving an agreement to buy the property in the 3600 block of North Comatera, currently the home of Wichita business Waltons, Inc. And that'll be for the purpose of... It becoming the new county election HQ. Property provides more than 46,000 square feet of space to allow the county to house the election office's warehouses and offices, which are currently at separate locations. So it'll be a total of nearly 19,000 square feet in one spot. And county officials say that'll help address inefficiency and security concerns.
4: The traditional blue of the Kansas City Royals baseball uniforms will have a touch of red this season. Quick trip red. The Royals have announced Quick Trip, the regional convenience store chain based in Tulsa, will be the club's patch partner on uniforms for the 2024 season. It was announced as a multi-year partnership, though the number of years wasn't revealed. Quick Trip and the Royals said the partnership will include an initiative to improve literacy rates in Kansas City area schools, including a donation to the Kansas City public schools for each Royals hit. And that's local business news this morning from the Wichita Business Journal. Dad, yeah, today is National Margarita Day. Mm-hmm. what do you walk Yeah, one of on the spangles. Rocks? On the rocks or blended, this is Day is for you, known to be the most common tequila-based cocktail served in the United well, States. Yeah. yeah. The margarita is a cocktail that consists of tequila, triple sec, and lime or lemon juice. Key ingredient. Freshly squeezed lime juice margarita day. It's also National Chili Day. Oh. You can celebrate that. Yeah. Yep. Have some chili and wash it down with a margarita. Margarita, and you'll have one. Mm. Should have one heck of a day. There you go. All right. Coming up, uh, we've got the Glenn Beck program, as always, here on KNSS. And he's going to talk about uh, Biden wiping out that uh, student student debt that he's talking about. Top of the hour news at 9 o'clock. Biden's brother questioned about the president's business dealings. Stephen's head of the morning. If you missed any of today's show. You want to listen again? Go on the Odyssey app. Thanks for listening. Stay tuned for Glenn Beck, the Dana Lesh show. News updates all day. Stephen Ten Ted in the morning here on 98.7 and 1330 KNSS
0: Wichita. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.